mysterious name. What's my mysterious name? The one that we talked about last night. It was like, started with a C, like, uh, of Cornelius. No, it was something else. Like, remember when you were rebranding era, like, so people could call you a different... Cassigan, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Cassigan? Cassigan. 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 Okay, so it's like Cassigan such a... I don't know. That's carcinogen. Carcinogen. <laughs> You're a carcinogen. I'm mesothelioma. <laughs> you have to do like a infectious disease. Obviously. No, I want. I want to be Nicholas. I've always wanted to be named Nicholas. Nicholas. It's because I called him Nicholas last night, like twice. Yeah, I know. It's like in my head. Come on, are you misnaming? Change people. your middle name to Nick. Well, it's better that, like, you don't accidentally call a partner, like, somebody else's name. I feel like that's worse. Mm -hmm. I feel like that don't have to be multiple times. Or, like, had someone else's name on the tip of my tongue for whatever reason, and I have to be, like, very careful about saying their name. Like, each time it pops up in my head, I'm like, this is actually their name. Like, we need to regroup up here. I wonder if that's, like, some kind of unspoken trouble in polyamorous relationships. It's, like, getting your partners mixed up. Probably. Right? But also, I feel like that would cause a lot of issues. Yeah. Because you're supposed to, like, consciously keep everything separate. I mean, depending mm-hmm. on how you... Well, we're going to that episode of Spongebob when, like, uh, things, like, went on fire in his brain and, like, all the little Spongebobs were running around. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. That's how my brain is, like, 24-7, I feel. Okay, I understand that. I don't have my nickname, though. Still Armani. Alright, so I'm Nicholas. You're Armani. Who are you? Mesothelioma? Mesothelioma. Mesothelioma? Mesothelioma? No, I want to be... Charles. Charles. I don't know, I love the name Charles. I like that. We'll call you Charlie. What about me? Charlie, bit my finger. Charlie. Candy Mountain. I don't miss that moment of the internet. Like, at all. Like, anything where people would post, like videos of their baby, like, please stop posting it. It's not funny. It wasn't funny to begin with. Or making the TikToks about the babies. Oh, make it stop. The peanut butter baby, like, everybody, (gasps) like, please stop. It's not that funny. Does that feel good? You love (laughs) And then that op got, like, made into, like, a song. No. My favorite period of the internet was when, it's the same time period, but it's the whole llamas with hats. Mm, I remember oh, that. I didn't think it was. Pro- I didn't think the llamas with hat was like that funny either. Like I feel like it got overplayed. Like maybe if it was like a a little niche thing. Charlie and the unicorn. Yes, that was my Charlie and the unicorn. Yeah, we should not be watching that as children. Absolutely not. It was looking really inappropriate. <laughs> well, it was just very so weird. weird. Like I don't even remember. What it was. I just remember they were weird, but I can't like. Say exactly what. And they were like knifing. Like, I remember he like stabbed somebody like a bunch of times. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Charlie, you can't stab people. I don't know. Did you guys ever get on Creepypasta and read the story about Jeff the Killer? Yes. No. Creepypasta, what is that? Do you know what Creepypasta No, is? I don't think I've ever heard of People would post like, you know, where those like fucking chain messages when we were like in seventh grade came up and it was like, this girl went into a well and she died. And now if you don't pass this message along to 10 people, She's gonna be standing at the end of your bed in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And like the Jeff the Filler, Killer? Jeff the Killer case yeah. guy. It was like the face was like that literally stuck in my brain for yeah. like a year. It is the scariest face I've ever you seen. You know who the current day version of Jeff the Killer is? That Momo girl. 
Yeah. Do you guys remember the Dumbo? Mo was actually scary. Like, any time she popped up in my TL, I was like, scrolling. I was like, thank you. What were you going to say is the scariest? I remember it was like seventh grade. Slenderman was really popular. Yes. Even though he he didn't really have a face and he wasn't like that scary to me, but it's like the tall, faceless, and the business suit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then that girl literally got stabbed. I remember seeing like going out in like the green space in the backyard because I guess like where I was, we had like this big green space with a whole bunch of neighborhood houses around. Mm -hmm. There's like trees and everything in there, and I went there to like go play. And I remember finding like Slenderman notes saying like he's watching, and <laughs> that's how I like found yeah. out about him. And twelve-year-old me was like, "Should we see? Should we see if Normani's apartment has any ghosts?" Have you guys Don't you dare! No, <laughs> but no, Makana, I'm not joking. If there's one thing that I don't like, it's ghosts, it's hauntings. This place already makes weird fucking noises. Have you seen those like AI things where people take like the maga, not magna, like a pair? Uh, the, like, it's basically the anime AI thing, oh, but they'll yeah. just, like, take a picture. I saw it the, one in the hospital, yes. and then there was, like, almost, like, every room. Mm-hmm. No. There was, like, one person that showed up. There's one that had, like, two. Yeah. But there's no other, like, ghosts in the elevator, which is kind of funny. Someone did it in their house, and it was, like, moving around, and in the last one, it was, like, right in front of her. Jump scared. Yeah, I'm not doing anything ghost-related. I feel like, even though I'm an atheist, like, I don't know, ghosts are real. And I believe them, and I'm like, it's just something we can't explain, but I don't want any parts of it at all. I don't know why I don't feel scared about ghosts. Would you or, like, spirits. Like, yeah. uh, the, what is it, the scary movies? Like, scary movie, like, two or something? Yeah. She has sex with a ghost. Yes. Yeah. That's what I imagine. I just feel like, I don't know why, like, this is just my own hubris, but I feel like if I had a Febreze can and I just, like, Febreze the ghost, it would just dissipate. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I I feel like... ghost repellent? Yeah, like, I feel like I have power over the ghost. I feel like because Febreze fucking stinks, like, it's so powerful, and people, like, lie on the shower stills when they're like, oh, like, just spray it over here, I'm like, it's literally gonna choke you the fuck out. Or, like, that cinnamon room spray that you get at the dollar store. (laughs) (laughs) That shit would kill a Victorian child, it would dissipate a ghost, like, it will destroy it. We were talking about, like, what would... Like, put <laughs> a Victorian child yeah. into um, a coma. And literal, a literal yeah, exorcism. Into a coma. I feel like a bath and body works spray would definitely put a Victorian child into a coma. Or just wheeling them in a cart, like, next to a bath and body works entrance. <laughs> no, an Abercrombie and Bitch or a Hulster. <laughs> because of that fucking spray. Like, yeah. like, oh my god, I love the smell of Abercrombie and Bitch. It's your growth. You're not going in there. It's for the bitch only. And all the, all the sales associates had, like, the worst um, <laughs> vocal fry and attitude, and it was so loud and so dark. And like, like you can get you to the fitting room, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> and then they have the music blasted, so you already can't hear them, and then yep. it's dark, so you can't hear them. Do you want to try some fierce? And then like, fucking <laughs> force your mouth open, and they're like, "Here you go, bitch." <laughs> okay, another thing that would put them into a coma is pop rockets. Like pop rockets. Those little things that you spit like the on they like start pop rocks. Oh, pop yeah. rocks. Oh, okay. Like pop rockets, yeah. Pop I was rocks. like, that sounds. Never mind. Like, I do feel like they would. Oh, 100%. Go into the top melon. Probably. <laughs> you know what? It's like you went into a coma. Those really little good. sticks that would go, oh, oh, oh. What are you talking about? Those sticks that when you flip them upside down, it would make a noise. It's, it's like, noise. yeah. Why do I know you're talking about? 
Aren't they, aren't they called like they're called like wazoo's or something? Why does I think she was talking about those little worms with the eyes? But you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely not. What? <laughs> no, it's like it's um, like the timer on it. Have you guys ever played Five Second Rule? Yes. The timer on yeah. that, you know how yeah, it goes it like, noise, yeah. and it like makes the noise. It's kind of like that, I think. Oh, okay. Or just yeah. like a little gadget. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, last time I said plumbing. <laughs> Modern plumbing. Vaccines. Vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, like I love when people like the Kool Aid would. Cool. Like the <laughs> Kool Aid. Yeah. That definitely. Or like a Jello shot. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet tea the from the south. Oh, yeah, yeah a little bit of anybody on the damn. Sugar rush. Diabetes, and yeah. then their feet just fall off. <laughs> any like the acetone smell in any hometown <laughs> nail shop, especially if it has like brush script manuscript in the in the sign or like the logo, one hundred percent pass away. <laughs> this seems <laughs> just. <laughs> What were they called? Puff bars? One hit from a puff bar. <laughs> <laughs> but only like the papaya like, flavor. So you're gonna say like mango jewel pot or something? Grandma Lay was the fucking worst. Yeah. That was like foul, and I don't even know why people were like, oh my god, I love Grandma Lay. Like, no, you didn't. Because it was like all red. You guys want to This is This is a, uh, it's come out positive. I liked the tobacco jewel pods. No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just a big bee. You're just a big bee. was straight up saying, like, oh my god, love an old fashioned and love a tobacco jewel pod. Like, okay, you've been me, me, love me. <laughs> have a girlfriend. You've been chosen. She doesn't like any of those things. Not old fashioned? <laughs> no. Oh my god, I had her make me. This is the first weekend I went there. I told her I liked old fashions. And so she bought all the old fashioned stuff for me. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Because she's a bartender, she serves. Like, I was of course. like, this is going to be a good ass old fashioned. I saw her just straight okay. up, did it, just pour, poured the bourbon in, at straight glass. And I was like, oh god. I don't know how to rate. I watched her make it, and my face, you know, I can't hide straight on my face. I was like, I said, you bartend? Yeah, it's like, wait, how long have you been bartending? And I was like, ooh, I might need to go home right now, actually. Because actually, you might be a bar back, not a bartender. What you have to do for old fashioned is first you, like, take the orange peel and, you know, you do the juices around the rim and just then you drop it down in. Um, and then you have to take, what I like to do is, uh, I really like a sugar cube and not simple syrup, she's simple syrup too, which is. Wow. Um, I like to put the sugar cube in there and then put all the bitters in and like mold it together yeah. with the orange peel. Um, and then put a little bit of like the cherry juice stuff, mold that together, and then put the bourbon. Yeah. That way it just all like goes together. Yep. No, she just threw it all in there. I did it. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I need to rethink this entire thing. And now you were her dating, so obviously that did not deter you that much. No. Like, it wasn't like, oh no. But it's still something, I feel like that'll stick in the back of your head. And, and 50 years down the line, like, that is going to create some issues. But you don't have to worry about that for now. You know I what I mean? I still make fun of her for it, so. I would too. Okay, McConnell, do you have a, do you have an embarrassing, or maybe we should do our hot take. It's our worst, absolute worst hot takes. Well, we've already talked about our hatred for Taylor Swift. I do not think that she's a good artist. She doesn't make good music. 
I like her older stuff. No, we are going to get so much hate from the Swifties and the Gaylords. I'm sorry. They are the most annoying fan base. Next to Harry Styles fan base. Like, the way that people suck the shit out of Taylor Swift's ass. Like, she's making the most basic pop music. Like, what is she saying in her music? That's what it is. I liked her older stuff. Like, her the homophobic, the homophobic country Taylor. My favorite. <laughs> MAGA Taylor. Love her. Finding, like, when people are, like, searching thrift stores for, like, mm-hmm. the, the homophobic version yes. of, what was the song? Um, Picture was, to Burn or, like, whatever. Her first Taylor album. Song by guitar. Yeah, like, the Taylor's, whatever, her early music. I think that's so funny when they're like, is this the homophobic version or, like, the not homophobic version? <laughs> like, I just kind of just hear her say the F slur. Yeah. Instead of having like what is it all too well Taylor's ten minute version, we need teardrops on my guitar ten minute homophobic version. Yes. And just add shit to it. <laughs> I would that would be on repeat. That that would be top of my Spotify raps. Like I yeah. can't lie. Yeah, I mean I feel like if Taylor Swift wasn't thrown on my face twenty four seven, I would have no problems. Like Charlie XCX, like I think she's also a questionable artist, but like I don't hear anything about her. Like she's minding her business. When the whole Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Swift, like, Taylor's version, blah, 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 came out, it was like, you couldn't get away from it. I'm not even involved in this girl's life. And I've heard the whole two-minute version probably somehow on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So many times. Sierra, how do you feel that, because your top artist, I think, of this year was Taylor Swift. Like, what are you? Taylor Swift? Yeah. <gasps> we have a Swiftie one. Actually, there is see, a Swiftie among us. Okay, but obviously is Sierra Swiftie in the room right now? I didn't know that... Sierra was a Swifty though, so obviously she's not part of the annoying group that's like, like, because I didn't even know who this is that was Swift. Oh, the Swifties that were like, oh my god, I just spent like my last $5,000 on a Swifty ticket, but it's okay, she's changed my life. I couldn't die. Literally die. I don't even care that it's not my money, it's just like, you're so fucking stupid to do that. She's really got a chokehold because there's some girls in my office that took two days off work. Stop it. To. They came into the office, but they weren't working. They just sat up in one of the conference rooms and just worked. They had a whole hours. network. Yes, I'm telling you, hours. like two straight days of getting the pre-sale codes. They had a network of probably 20 of their friends and their friends' parents and people that they knew who were like, you know, trying to win the lottery to get the pre-sale codes. And then they were waiting in line for hours and they spent gazillions of dollars on these tickets. Yeah, no. And I mean, like, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's gonna be a great concert, but like, I don't know. That's music, but commitment. I can't justify spending that no. much time. Well, it's exactly. Money. Yeah, it's like a very weird parasocial relationship that people mm-hmm. have with Taylor Swift, and I'm like, mm. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's that we hate Taylor. We hate the parasocial chokehold that she has on everyone because, like, look at any other fan. They're not. I don't know. Like, I'm in love with Clara, right? Like, mm-hmm. love that girl, love all of her music. Like, the tattoo is for her. But. Have you met not, her? I haven't. We went to a concert, a third concert. Yeah, I've met her. Must be nice. But no, it was cool. Like, I just have her on my phone. Like, we just, uh, like, well, talk sometimes. Can you get girl, bro? I just need, like, three hours to, like, get ready. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I need to get my lashes done, my nails done, like everything needs to. I'm gonna go wax, strip my pussy raw upstairs. Right, I may need you to do my asshole. <laughs> Tame gooch the whole bit. Well, no, no, I'm just obviously I'm being facetious, but I will say that yes, we did actually. Sierra, we both met them. We did. We were at this was five or six years ago. We were at a Dua Lipa concert, and was this is 
Or kind of, Clara? yeah. And Clara opened for Dua Lipa. What? And we, like, they were really small at the time. So we literally just went outside the venues. This is a film war in Denver. It's really small. Like, you know, first come, first serve. Just, like, cool music venue. And, yeah, we were there. And they opened. And they were really great. And then, yeah, we went out afterwards. They were just standing out there, just hanging out. And we just went up to them and, like, talked to them. And, like, we were like, oh, that's so cool. And at this point, I think they'd only... They had maybe 100K on Instagram. Yeah, so they weren't even that popular yet because she released... Because now, wait, what do they, what do they have now? Probably at least a million. I would That's what I'm guessing. I don't know. It was just cool because then when I, I remember being like... And I'm never the person that, you know... Yeah, she has 3.4 million now. Like, I'm never the person who finds out about the artist or like knows about the niche, you know, underground people, but it was kind of cool that I feel like we met them when they were just kind of getting started. Yeah. That's like, my other thing with Taylor. Does she ever actually interact with her fan base? No. Cause I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just cause I, okay. You, you follow Taylor. Mm-hmm. Number one. Does she talk to her fans on like anything? Sierra's not on Instagram. So I feel like Instagram would probably be the really? best place to reach out. I'm not the person that asks about like pop culture names because I'm so out of the loop of everything. But Sierra does this in a Bitchtopia, so she has a good, she has a well-rounded view of the world from Bitchtopia. I don't know though, because I haven't seen anything. Taylor seems like the type to get like a bunch of Make-A-Wish like from the cancer thing and like ignore all of them. <laughs> and be like, oh my god, I'm so busy. Sorry. Yeah, I just, sorry, sorry to all the gay wars out there. It's not for us. I don't know why everyone's obsessing with if she's like, what her sexuality is. I'm like, why the fuck does it matter? It doesn't matter. Because she, she hasn't like, said definitely... anything, so it's like, I feel like she's not said anything on purpose because it just right. creates more, like, discourse and conversation about her. around her. You know, because has she ever openly dated a woman? I don't think so. But I think, I think stars or musicians, actors, whatever, who have a huge LGBTQ fan base, like, they're desperate to see them, you know, because they want to relate to them in that aspect as well. And yeah. so I think that's why there's a lot of theories swirling. And honestly, it's like... She also hangs out with gay people, like Kara and a couple others that I didn't even know they were gay, but they are. Um, but Kara, 100%. We know this one. We know she's the... Yeah, she dates women. Kara Delevingne, for anyone listening yeah. to that. Kara is, like, having a really bad time, though. I think she was, like, in rehab or something. Like, she's shit of not having a good time. Oh. Yeah. And she's not really hot anymore. But that is not the news. Yeah. Just, I saw a picture of her recently, and I was like, oh. Mm. I don't know. I think she's, like, out of her It Girl era. Because you remember she was the It Girl for a while. I she was. It was, it was her eyebrows. Yeah, which, like, any, but any blonde woman can do, so I'm not sure why it was, like, such a, a big deal. Maybe because they were so thick, though. I just remember, I think she was at that perfect time when, like, really thick brows were just kind of coming in. Like, she was, she was on the cusp of that, because remember, we'd had, like, the eras into the 2000s when thin brows were still, mm-hmm. or, like, that same, that very uniform-looking shape, like, brow shape. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, all the magazines, all the beauty companies, like, it was all the same thing. Like, that and, like, 2016. Yeah, there wasn't a lot brow, of... The dip brow. And, yeah, and I think this was maybe because Kara's era, I feel like, was, like, between, like, 
2013, 2015 was like really her yeah. period. Maybe somebody correct me if my timeline was wrong, but girl. yeah, like she, I think there wasn't as much so stupid brow representation <laughs> going on, like in in you know. She's Pretty much. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, an obsession with it. Like, even, like, Brooke Shields, I remember, was, like, referenced a lot, too, for, like, her eyebrows. Like, Who was the other girl that had Lily Collins? Oh, yes. God, too. she is yes. beautiful. She is beautiful, though, yeah. I can, I think she's so pretty, I can even forgive her for Emily Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I actually tried to get into Emily Paris since everybody was, like, talking about it. I don't. I was, like... It doesn't have, like, the humor, like, the quick humor that I want, or I guess the same kind of humor that I'm into. Like, Abbott Elementary is one of the funniest shows I have seen. I did start watching that. I fucking love it. Abbott Elementary is, like, office-style, but black people. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and it's very funny, so I would... And I think it's even funnier that they're teachers, so then you also have, like, that aspect. It's like, you're around children, and then you still... And they, they film it in Philly. Like, it's all based in Philly. Oh, I love that. I didn't know yeah. that. I love the principle. Well, that's why they're always referencing, like, stuff that's happened in Philly. Like, very, like, current events that are going on in Philly. So I don't know how they're adding those. Like, I don't know when they're filming. Like, are they, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. how that works. It's like they're talking about stuff that's happening right now. So I'm like, so this was not pre-filmed, like, in advance kind of thing. Like, I don't know. And episodes are really short, though it'd be, you know, really 20 minutes, so it's, like, not like It's that. possible they're filming in chunks, yeah. like, they're doing, which is kind of cool. I mean, if the episodes are short enough, and they're, like, what, 20, 25 minutes, yeah. and then, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, obviously, I don't know all the ins and outs of production, but, like, it's, I think that's probably possible, because I've heard from people that filming, just, like, our resources, especially if you have the budget, I know Abbott Elementary, you know, got... Um, revised for a second season and mm-hmm. not like if you have the budget and it's popular enough like you can whip a movie out in like three or four months when it used to take like a year, a year you know what I mean like a long ass time and so I don't know it's like they can film stuff so quickly now so well, they can, can they pick it up on the next Euphoria season even though like, I love Euphoria oh, so goodness. much and I need to rewatch it I just feel like this next season is not going to be as good because also Barbie's not going to be in it um, but I, I am stressed because... Wait, she's day. not? No, she's not coming back. Well, she got fucked over last season, too. She barely, she was barely in it. Season. They could have done the coolest, like, dominatrix thing with her, like, going off to something, but... Yeah. I, I guess, but I honestly didn't really care about her character that much either way. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't care. Really, she's there. But I think that because of, like, the hype that's surrounded, which is smart that they do it, like, at, like release it every Sunday, mm-hmm. because that created so much more hype around the show. Mm-hmm. And then Twitter that. during it. That's, Twitter that's TikTok, TikTok, like, you know, if you missed oh, Euphoria, yeah. yeah. Like, if you missed it when it came out at 9 p.m., because me and Don't Sierra will literally be waiting yep. for it to come yeah. on. Yeah, you can't get on anything. It's literally going to be everywhere. It's... it's you know. Spoilers means like the next nine hours <laughs> yeah. is just everybody creating and talking about mm-hmm. the content. Well, also every single crazy fucking theory that people were like, "Oh, like Ashtray's this and blah blah blah," that they were putting out, literally none of it was true. Oh. Like not a single thing happened. Well, because they also the what was it, Sam, whatever his mm-hmm. name is, like changed it like the day of filming. They what everything that was happening with Ashtray and Buzz. Yeah. Oh, because really? Buzz was supposed to die, yeah. and then literally the day of they changed it. I wonder if it's. Because- well, no, because they would have, it's not like they were filming it, like, 
the weekend and release it on Sunday. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, so you couldn't have predicted how many people would really like at, uh, Fez and Lexi. Because mm-hmm. they were like our power couple of this season. Oh, you're so good. I'm just stressed that Rue still has that suitcase. <laughs> yep. Well, well, she has not raised. She has no money. The yeah. drug lady, the the yes. like the She's kindergarten teacher, <laughs> like She's heroin pusher, like she's you know it when people like when they speak low mm-hmm. and calmly. That's like they are actually so fucking like. She, you like never raised your voice, but. Right. And she also has that very flat monotone, which just yeah. puts you even more on edge. Yeah. Wait, was this, okay, was, so at the end of the fur, or, okay, so the part with the bathtub and the weird, like, injection of whatever she was doing, that was in the second season, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. And that was after she had already taken the suitcase. Yeah. She did a suitcase at the beginning of the season. Yeah, she was running from the cops. Yes. And then she, like, had robbed people, too. And oh, like, got money yeah. And, mm-hmm. and she tried to get, like, $800. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then she's like, I'm not a pawn shop. I don't take something like that. Yeah, I don't know why. But also, that lady should have never gave, like, you're giving a drug addict a suitcase full of drugs. Well, also, I think the part where she's, like, injecting her, I think, I feel like shitty people obviously do this. Like, they will give someone that they know is obviously not going to be responsible that way that, you know, now Rue will be indebted to her. And yep. then she's also going to hook her on other drugs so that then she's just even more mm-hmm. indebted to her. Yep. And she can literally never get out. Maybe that was her plan all along was to, like, get Rue and traffic I mean, her. Yeah. So she can make more money mm-hmm. by selling her. We were also talking last night, because you weren't there, but we were talking about how we think that Rue is asexual. Yep. Asexual? Yeah. Oh. Why? That's a theory. I just don't, like, Rue has never given off very much sexual energy mm-hmm. now in the same way that, like, everybody else on the show has. That's very true. Especially, uh, what's her name? Jules. Jules, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is the whole Elliot cheating scandal thing. Maybe they're doing, like, a dichotomy between Rue being... So, like, not sexual. And then mm-hmm. Jules just being like, overly sexual. Sexual, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just don't think they're right for each other. I'm oh, over. I was telling. I know you're not. I am so over their relationship. Like I'd be so yeah. happy if they never got back together. I just. I think it's. Well, after she left, and then after she also cheated on her, like, come on, babes. I mean, yeah, and I don't think they're ever getting back together after the things that. No, but they no. At the end, remember, it was like they talked, or she apologized or something for what she said to Jules in the house. Mm-hmm. You remember? Yeah. But that was a very good scene. And then obviously the one where she was fighting with her mom and her sister and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which yep. Nicholas said that she should get an Emmy for. Which she should. Mm-hmm. She should. One hundred percent. I need to go home and watch this. I know. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it again. I just recently rewatched it this past month. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I need so, to go back and rewatch it. I tried to put it on last night, but then like I don't know, my drunk mind was like, Do I wanna watch it for two? So I put on Total Drama Island, which is on Netflix. Love. And I finished like three episodes before I went to sleep. Also, Maddie and the hot mom of the kid that she's babysitting. It was very odd. It was a very odd scene. I need them to either fuck or something. Like, I don't know. She's setting her up, though. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Like, but it just felt. I don't know what's gonna happen because at the beginning I was like, okay, she's just sitting on her and they're gonna fuck. But now with like the whole camera thing, 
it just feels more sinister. I don't know. Like, I'm so let's think. Like I'm excited about that storyline. I'm excited about like Fez and Lexi and that storyline. And like, there's just other things. I'm just like over the Lexi. Oh, and Jules thing. Yeah. Yeah. I also forgot that Nate got dad arrested. I literally forgot about that scene. But as a who here would fuck Nate Jacobs? Not me. Okay, I'm not a <laughs> I know I'm a le- I mean, it's my. <laughs> I know I'm a lesbian, but. But. <laughs> I mean, but it's one of those things where he's like never attainable. Like I would never actually like. But I don't like his. I don't like him like as a as a as a person, but like as acting as Nate Jacobs, I feel like he was the type of man that I would always go for when I was not. It was a super toxic kind of thing. And that was very much so. That's why I like his character. But I like every time I hear him speak outside, I'm like, you because he has an Australian accent. I don't like it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've I never do. seen any interviews with him. He's cool. His house in LA is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, you been? Also, his. <laughs> no. Give us a quick like closet layout. So <laughs> on your right, <laughs> twenty-seven thousand square feet. Um, the cabinets. You know, I just you know, I feel like I can't share that on. He'd be a white. I feel like that, but no, I feel like he's, no, I feel like it's black underwear, but briefs. Yeah. I feel like that's, mm-hmm. that's a, like it's a little, a little skimpy, but it's still, yeah. I don't know. But also I feel like his style though is very neutral. It's very like pastel. Cause I've seen him in a lot of interviews and he wears a lot of like, he's like more, a little more colorful than he presents. They in. do have pastel, uh, briefs with Calvin Klein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're very cute. Love that. All right. Hot take. Boxes or briefs. I'm, I'm boxers all the way. Like, really? I just, I need, yeah. I like I, to wear boxers when I'm, like, comfy, but, like, if I'm putting pants on, they have to be briefs. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I just, like, I like, I feel like, and I'm not, like, a, like, a traditional, like, woven loose boxers. Like, I like boxer briefs. Okay, yeah. Where it's, like, Same. fitted. Yes. I need to feel strapped in. If that makes sense. Like, I need to feel, like, locked and clicked because otherwise I just, yeah. Have you seen those brands that are coming out with boxers that have a little cup for everything? Oh, no. They're just a little cup and it just, it's like a little pouch. Yeah. Like a little finger pouch. It just, Hold that. You should get some. Okay, I will. I'll send you some for Christmas. No, please. I I need to, I need to try some new, like, because all my underwear have holes in them. I've discovered last month, so. Nice. Time to go shopping. Exactly. In a hot way, but, you know. So yeah, if that company that has the briefs with the pouch sponsors us, that would be great. Yeah. We did get our first, like, kind of sponsor. Oh, cool. So we're going to do it on here. But this, like, uh, they're called, like, Good, Good it's some skincare brand. And she emailed us, and she was like, hey, can I send you guys a PR box? And I was like, cool. So uh, yes. You guys are making some traction. Wow, congrats. congrats. Um, we were going to record it here and, like, do it on boxing, but I don't think it's here yet. I don't think our money ever got it, so. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. It's the holiday season, so things are still there. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think, if I ship this thing to my aunt, I don't think it's going to be there in time. Probably not. <laughs> I also am dreading the one thing I was like, I bought it and I was like, fuck, I have to ship these. And shipping, I went, this was like six months ago, I had to get a, a letter, a letter, a literal fucking piece of paper mm-hmm. overnighted. A hundred and eighteen dollars is what they quoted me. 
I was like, hey, I need to get this power of attorney document, you know, overnighted to somebody. That's a hundred, hundred eighteen dollars for. The I'm like, paper. it is insane to me, and I know, I know that's fucking rip off because I pay my little five ninety nine a month Prime whatever, mm-hmm. and that shipping is free, and they are shipping all day every day all over the country. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just get like one day shipping for free for Amazon. Yeah, and like I get it, they're a big, you know, bad, you know, corporate monster, but. For a letter, that, their logistics is a one. So. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. So I ended up going to the U.S. Postal Service, and that was like only thirty. But still, yeah. I was like, girl, wait, which one was this? This was UPS. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll walk. Like I was like, I'll fucking figure out how to fly it there myself. Jesus. I think the reason that the main reason that Amazon has such fast shipping is because they have so many different distribution centers. And so they never have to like ship ship something like cross country or anything. It's all mm-hmm. just like twenty minutes down the road, which is super nice, actually. Have you guys ever listened to Tom Sequeira? Love him. He's really <sighs> funny. Yeah, he's so funny. All of his stand-ups are on Netflix, but he has this one that he's like, Do you, you know, like we're not going to be leaving our houses soon in like the next ten years. We're all going to be like the people from Wally. Yep. And he was like, I know this because you can order bananas, condoms. And the skin of a wolf, and then <laughs> it's on your doorstep. And it's on Amazon. Like, why go out shopping anymore when you can just buy it online? And you don't exactly. Just, like, the comfort of your own house. This is what is so bad about me. I have a hair heater <laughs> across the street. I still order my groceries on GoPub or Instacart. I'm dead. So, I will. I have splurged. I like, guess one thing. It's funny to like because my parents are so thrifty, and so I still have a lot of internalized. Like spending money for shipping. Yes, like like thrift yeah. guilt or like spent like money. I've been a lot of internalized money guilt. Yeah. And even though I'm like a grown man and I make my own money and I can pay for my own things, I still every time I like pay for like to get something delivered, I'm like, oh that is so fancy and I'm wasting so much money and I just need to like walk there. I feel guilty about getting fucking Trader Joe's delivered to my house once a month. Like I am the opposite. My parents also very thrifty. Like my dad grew up really poor, and then my mom's just Asian, and she's the most stereotypical Asian ever. She can't drive, and she's cheap. Um, like this woman would cut nut- napkins in half. <laughs> not, not, not the nice like Vanity Fair napkins. No, the uh, McDonald's napkins. She would cut in half, and I'm like, babe, what? Um, and so growing up, like, never got. And I, I really don't want to sound like some spoiled, privileged brat, but like. It was just like little things, like yep. even Christmas presents. Like I got the ankle weights one year and it's like anytime we went somewhere, it was like even on vacations, like we need to save money, we can't do this, we can't do that. Yep. And it just felt like everything was so money oriented. Yes. And it becomes money is like the focus of every single activity that you are so ever doing. So now I'm like money who and I just do whatever I want and get myself whatever I want because I was so restricted before. Yep. Which, I mean, thank God I make the money I do. Otherwise, I would be. You would be me. Dead broke. I'm. I'm you have a PhD program. <laughs> so you'll be five soon. Five years. Five years. There you go. Thirty. Yep. That'll be a blast. Five yeah. more years of grad students. I have a question for everyone. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is something that you wouldn't give up before you gave up sex for the rest of your life? Something I would give up. 
Before I gave up sex? No, you would give up sex for this item. Oh, for this. So give up sex for this item. Can we get some category? What is yeah, what is we need, I, I need a little more specificity. Mine's coffee. Like if I had to choose coffee for sex, I would choose coffee. Yeah. And then we're at sex again. I would. I love I mean, yours should be weed. Coffee and weed, yeah. Because <laughs> that combo. If I could have incredible bedding, like amazing pillows, an amazing duvet, like the best, most high thread count Egyptian cotton, like stunning situation ever for my whole life, I would never fuck again. I like that. You know what I mean? Like that is one feeling to me in the world, like getting to sit down on a bed, like I will splurge, like getting to lay down in a bed that makes me just melt into it. Like, but also is this question um, coming from someone homophobic because technically lesbian sex isn't real sex. So I could keep having sex and have my coffee. What I'm saying is I'm stop <laughs> having sex. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Wait, who's, say, who's saying that lesbian sex isn't real sex? Just like, you know, they're like, how do you have sex? Like, how, how do two girls have sex? Because like, there's not like an actual, yeah, like, the, the, not the penetration. Right. Yeah. That's why I feel like lesbian sex can be ambiguous to each person. It's like, you yes. can, it's like, because like, I would say I had sex with somebody if I like ate them out. Like, but normally people would be like, oh, we just like had war, you know what I mean? But we didn't have sex, but I like, I sucked to see it kind of thing. You know what I mean? Instead, like what I feel like if there's a man involved. I will say this is from my own perspective, but I think sex, at least my definition is you with a partner or partners and you are pleasuring each other. Like the, the goal of the sex is to pleasure one another. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you give up a little bit of your own pleasure in order to pleasure somebody else. Well, I feel like in straight sex, women are not tend to be pleasured. So I feel like that's why it's like, oh, well, like, <laughs> sure. some man in Because, right. like, if you say, like, sex is if you've come, then uh, I didn't have sex prior yeah. to three years ago. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I've never had sex then. <laughs> but we had it once. <laughs> My body count is now zero. But, like, it's so much more than penetration or anything like that. So anybody who's saying that, like, anything that's, like, putting a label on as saying real sex mm-hmm. is literally just super heteronormative and, like, right. doesn't yeah. understand nuances and should probably take a class. But if I had to give up sex in this mm-hmm. scenario, I would hope that they were heteronormative so I can still relinquish it. Okay, heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, Sierra, what's your word? The gays win. I feel like... If I was very comfortable and had a good amount of money where I didn't have to, like, worry about money. Like, ever again? Yeah. Then you would give it up? Yeah. That's smart. If I had... I'd be comfortable and it's like, okay, now I can, like, you know, spoil my cats that I have, (laughs) get nice things, decorate my room all aesthetically, and Mm -hmm. I think I would be happy. If I could become the heiress of some giant oil baron... Yeah, then, then I'll give up sex because okay. then you literally have access so to. So you want to be a capitalist? Like you want to be part of the capitalist machine? Is what you're saying? If I had the money to, yes. See, I don't like capitalism now because we have to participate in it. And it's a bad mm-hmm. thing. But when you're rich, oh my god! Yeah, because once you're in the top one percent, like then... Elon Musk is a liberal. I guarantee you, one of the no one in the r- richest category is a fucking liberal. No, they're full of shit. <laughs> Maybe Bill Gates. 
He does give away. I will give it to Bill Gates. He gives he a gives, shit ton of money. Uh, yeah, he gives a lot of his money away. He also never let his kids like his kids have always had to work for their money. Like yeah, he's never just like giving his children money. But also, he's kind of giving off energy of like socially liberal, physical, fiscally conservative yeah. vibes. You know, like those types of guys. I feel like he like he is a lot of socialist, like a like. Yeah, like more liberal organizations, should Turn. I say. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. Well, I can't talk on I don't know him. I don't literally well, I know much about like, him at all, personally, at all. Yeah, it's just like any oh, kind cool. of CEO yeah. or like ultra wealthy person, except except for the Patagonia family. The Patagonia family, love them. Love. We will <laughs> save them for dessert oh, at yeah. the end. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but we're eating the rich, bro. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, like, I don't know anything about the Patagonia. What do you mean? Like, what are they? What do they do? Oh, well, the Patagonia family, they just... They're just incredibly, like, ethical business people, and they oh. built this really incredible brand, and he actually sold it because it was, like, turning into something oh, yeah. that... So, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's really good. Right. They've always given a lot of money to any kind of environmental cause, but they just gave away the entire company. Like any money coming from the company, it's going to go straight to um, climate change efforts. Love. And uh, he said, Earth is the company's only shareholder now. And it's not even like it's like his kids are good with it too. So they, you know, they weren't raised like little rich assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. I also love that. I think I would do that if I got rich because I just love spending money. So honestly, the way that Elon Musk is, I just need someone to push him enough into being an actual villain to where he, <laughs> he is a villain. He is a villain, but I mean, Mia Child X was like a very villain move. Is that like his name is Kyle? No, he's getting X. <laughs> I know they have X and Y. Like you're a villain. No, but it's it's something more than that. It's like. XFL. It's a it's a math problem. Yeah, it literally looks well, like an equation. Their thing yeah. is also why they just refer to them as X and Y. And like, don't get me wrong, love Grimes. I went to EDC this last spring. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Like she was so funny and so cool. But I will say, maybe this is my hot take. Like, if you name your kid something, like alternative. For the sake of like being a fucking weirdo, they will resent you in twenty years. Yeah, weird yeah. spelling. Yes. Like Don't fucking stop. But putting... like Michaela Lee, where it's yeah. like M A C K L I E J H L E Y. Honestly, fun fact, guys. Fun fact. I promise it relates. So you know how French words have just some. God awful amount of vowels. Oh, yeah. Every single one. They're like, why did baguette need four T's? It's because back in the day, like the French press, like news press people, mm. where you know you have to like yeah. individually print everything. The king did something where instead of buying press like per page or per word, they did per letter. Oh. So then they were like, bet, we're going to add in a bunch of new letters to all of these words so we can get our bag. Kit, this is literally what you were talking about when you said I want to know like niche things. Like this is one of the niche things. That yes, exactly. Like this is a this fun is a, yeah. niche party topic. Yeah. Um, oh, I got a lot. So I think that's what all of these Southern moms are doing with their like Mackenzie Kaylee's like girl. Love. The, oh. the same kind of 
they're literally going to have to be like 32 year old women. Who like my name is Mackenzie Kaylee. Would you get? What if you're a lawyer? Like, that's, like, what's your? Well, I guess you can go by. Oh, I'm sure you just shorten it. I don't know. It's like, and this is coming from like I have like two middle names that are like decently long. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty short and I guess relatively unusual first name, but like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it just is what it is. But yeah, like I just, yeah, I can't imagine. And particularly when we're getting into the realm of what Elon Musk and Grimes named their kid and or kids. I don't know. I don't know how many they have, but like, that to me is just like, it's just an act of, like, it almost to me seems really selfish. I was gonna and say. also very um, weird in the way that you're not really thinking about your kid or like, it's oh, like I love this kid. Exactly. It's, it's like a little like, accessory or like a little weird yes. gadget that you've like put in your house. Stop letting parents shoot their kids. Like Elon Musk yeah. also has a shit ton of kids. Like, he's been spreading his mm-hmm. around, like, literally. Also, but, who is sleeping with him? <laughs> who hit you? You know what I mean? Like, who's hitting that? Probably the money. Yeah. Also, you know what Elon Musk's dad did? He's what? having a baby with his stepdaughter. <gasps> yes! What? But he's like, he's been in her life since she was like, what? Four? Like, it was really Talk young. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's um, raised her, and now they're having a baby together. Like, that girl has trauma. Like, obviously, there's trauma oh, on her part. Like, I don't blame her. Like, obviously, it's some kind of weird grooming situation. I love that Mae Musk is just unbothered. Like, she's just, she is just, like, she's so, re- I feel like she's so, like, she hangs out with Elon, but, like, she, I feel like she's so removed from, like, all of his drama. She's yeah. just, like, acting, like, matriarchal. There is way too much drama surrounding Elon. Mm, for real. But, okay, that's what I was saying, though. I think, because you know how when he bought Twitter, people were bullying him? Mm-hmm. I think we could bully him to a point, kind of, like, reverse psychology to where he's, like, oh, now I'm going to take my money and fix all of the problems. Yeah, exactly. And we just be like, oh, no, Mas, don't do that. And then he does it, and we're like, nice. You're like, And then he has no solid. money. Yeah, and people don't think he's like a good businessman. I'm like, he's a trust fund baby. Like, he's literally a diamond mine baby. I got in a fight with my dad about this, because he was like, Elon Musk, because I, like, texted him, and I was like, when is anyone just going to admit that Elon is just a giant baby that has access to whatever he wants? Like, he's literally a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. He literally bought Twitter that's not even worth anything for $40 billion just to say that he could. Yep. Like, he's literally a spoiled child. <laughs> well, okay, so I found out that, okay, remember when he first came out and he was like, I'm going to buy Twitter, and then he, like, tried to back out of the deal. He was like, there's too many bots on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Twitter sued him into buying the company. <laughs> Which yeah, because he probably know. like already started all yeah. of these processes. And they're like, we're not losing out on our forty billion. Considered, nope. Twitter has never made money. It, yeah, it is. Said that too. It loses money every year. It unless it like breaks even, you know. Um, For the last two years, they've lost money. Right, and then he was like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna." It's like. You can serve solve our hunger for six billion dollars, and then people are like, "How are we gonna pay for that?" He just spent five times that amount. Oh, like when because he, go ahead. no, go ahead. Well, when he told the what was it the the UN or uh, what's the other one called World Health Organization? Yeah, yeah the who? They, he he was like, "I'll end world hunger." Like it's like what it was going to be six billion dollars or something in world world hunger or something, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, "Well, give me a detailed plan of like where you want this money to go," and then they gave it to him, and he was like, "I'm actually going to buy Twitter for forty 
Yeah, he was like, actually, let me do this other exponentially expensive thing to make everyone forget about that. No, bitch, we did not forget. But yeah, my dad tried defending him because he's a really smart businessman. Like, he's worked for everything he has. I said, no, he has not. And I I looked at my dad because my dad grew up really poor, like, dirt poor. And I asked him, why are you the richest man in the world right now? If he worked so hard yep. mm-hmm. and it is feasible, why are you not? And he was like, well, I didn't even go to college. I said, why? Why did you not go to college? Because his parents could literally, it wasn't an option for them. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yes, you could have him worked really hard, got yourself to college. People do that and they do mm-hmm. become wealthy. But there is literally no way to work from nothing and then get to where Elon Musk is. Oh, yeah. It, there's no it's literally impossible. Well, it's very rare. Like, Bill Gates mm-hmm. obviously created Microsoft, right? Like, he probably came. I don't know. But that's Bill a Gates one in a billion yeah, idea. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, a yeah. one. It's like, people are not talking. Even people that, you know, are entrepreneurs and they make a business, you're never going to make the same amount of money that Elon Musk makes. Because like, what it takes to make that money is exploiting your workers mm-hmm. and cutting corners and shit like that. So. Yeah. Even think about, like, the Forbes 30 under 30, right? Like, huge list that comes out every year, you know, some of the most successful entrepreneurs of our generation. But, like, that's 30, that's 30 people. That's only 30 people. Out of, out of millions and millions of people who try and run businesses. And I'm, I'm not saying everybody has to get to the level of success that Elon Musk has, but it's just, like, I, I agree. Like, I feel like that level of success cannot come without a serious step up in life. Yeah, so, so he already started as... Uh, his dad was like what a apartheid diamond mm-hmm. something I guess. Um, and then he didn't even invent tesla he stole the idea from somebody and so then that made him rich he's not he doesn't even know how the shit works like um and oh God. shit pisses me off so much and like kanye west like he grew up i i, I, I hear this all the time like people just think he lifted himself up by his bootstraps and kind of grew up in upper middle class Chicago. Like he he didn't grow up in the hood. No, not at all. He went to prestigious art school. He grew up like, I'm not saying like wealthy, 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 but like comfortable in a big city. He went to a nice art school, like, and then he sort of touted his brand as being this like, you know, genius from the streets. And I'm like, bye. Like, sorry. Right. No. Yeah, because you don't even, I don't ever even, like, think of Kanye West as, like, a Chicago rapper. Like, when you talk about him, like, obviously I'm thinking of people that every single song I'm mentioning, like, the beef with the Chicago gangs and stuff like that. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, really the only way to get out of the uh, Chicago gangs is to make it as a rapper, but then still rappers from Chicago yeah. will still get killed. Yep. Not even in Chicago. It'll be somewhere else. Someone else has a beef with them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm very hard to get out of Chicago, so. And it's like a, who are the two rappers from North Carolina? There's, the baby is from Charlotte. And oh, then, oh. um, who is it? J. Cole. J. Cole oh, is from, I thought he was from New York. No, he's from LA. I, I can't think he was from Atlanta. Is that, uh, what's that album he has where he's sitting on a roof? Uh, that roof is yes. in my friend's neighborhood. Like, oh, cool. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, even those, like, I mean, I don't know what the baby's breakup was, but um, J. Cole's was probably a little bit similar to Kanye's, mm-hmm. but like also being in like a more rural area, yeah. maybe. Um, 
But yeah, definitely a little bit more, but. That's me reminded the time that 21 Savage had outed as a British person. <laughs> Wait, is he British? 21, yep, he's British. You were not there for that whole era of like. No. Like, so obviously he's rapping about Zone 6. He's like, I grew up in the streets of Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. He's, he was literally born, like, he was about to be deported because his visa. Like, he had, <laughs> like, he's, he was born in Britain. In Britain. It's this rags to riches story that they all love to tell, but it's like, don't be like lying about that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's so, cause I feel like it's so much more embarrassing. Like if you're a good rapper, just be a good rapper. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like create your own brand, but it doesn't have to be like a lie on your like backstory because people are going to find that shit out. Right. Like Cardi was that. a stripper and then she became a rapper and like now she's here. I and she like, owns that shit, you know? Yeah, that is a better story than any of these fucking media harassment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's probably just because people like the underdog story. Like the I underdog story. I mean, it's one that's built on. Like, mm-hmm. pull, up your, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but sweetie, you have to have boots to pull up first. Yep. But DaBaby is literally homophobic. Yeah, like, I don't know why we're all, like, forget. Like, I think that happened, and then nobody just ever talked about it again. And I hear people, like, going to the baby concerts, and I'm like... Oh, I haven't listened to the baby in so long. Yeah, I don't I didn't even know if he was still putting out, like, music. I just, I don't love his music, but then when he was, like, at his concert, and, like, put your lighters up in the air if you're not gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what the fuck is that shit, man? Like, like, like obviously, back, back in, like, the 90s, there is a lot of homophobia, I feel, in the black community. And, like, DMX has the song where he's literally talking about, like, beating up an F-slur or something yeah. like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And 50 Cent also says the F-slur in the song, but, like, nobody ever talked. Like, you know no. what I mean? It's yeah. just, like, always maybe because they're not making music now. Yeah. yeah. Like, 50 Cent's not putting out music anymore, and I don't think he said anything homophobic, like, recently, or, you know. Sure. News. So it's not as relevant. But, yeah, I mean, like, back in the 90s, they were people. The rap community was saying that's lower left and right, like didn't mm-hmm. care, and they were like being openly homophobic. So it is very like odd to see now. Like that's why it was so weird that DaBaby even mm-hmm. said that. Like it's almost like when Mariah Carey said, "No, no, 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 no one wants to talk about 11 <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> why are we talking? What? It was like literally same energy. Well, I was hearing somebody talk about like the black community or the reason why so many like conservatives, conservative, conservative. Conservative, conservatism. How do you fucking say that? Conservatism. Conservatism. Is it conservatism? I think so. Yeah. Whatever. Conservative values run really deep in a lot of black families because there was a period of history. I think it was. I don't know if it was after the war or something like that, but like. Which one? There's a whole generation. Um, I don't know. Me, I think I, I'm kind of flying this plane blind right now because I don't, <laughs> I don't know all of my things, but there's a period in history and I wish somebody, I hope somebody fact checks me or like backs me up on this because like a, there was a whole generation of black men who were like, you know, really, um, uh, brought into a conservative mindset because of some world events. And so that has like, triggered a lot of like the deep homophobia that also runs like throughout like the black communities as well right and like i remember love him and love obviously what he did for america mlk was a homophobe Mm -hmm. oh yeah i'm not surprised by that he was a reverend you know like and him and malcolm x beefed him up yeah i mean so even so my dad is the obviously the black parent 
No, I don't know why he said obviously. <laughs> yes, he is, he is the black parent. Yeah, we didn't know. And my dad. Did call him Mama Snow Bunny? Uh huh. <laughs> Did you just call him Mama Snow Bunny? <laughs> he said obviously. I know. I mean, but so my dad has like. Obviously, he was super accepting when I came out to him. He was like, I love you no matter what. And then when I was getting this tattoo that says, like, love is love, I was like, I'm trying to get it somewhere where, like, my grandparents aren't going to see it. Because I don't, like, if I go hang out with them, like, I don't want them to know that I'm gay. And my dad was like, you can't let other people run your life. Like, you just need to live your life. How do you want to want? He, like, literally okay. went off on me. And I was like, okay, King. That's but amazing. my dad tells me about the story. Like, so my dad is, like, still, like, I feel like has homophobic views when it comes to gay men and, like, Flamboyant gay men, especially because just of some of the stuff he said. So, like, he went to Atlanta like a month or two ago, and I guess he went out to the club in Atlanta with this uh, woman that he had met. And this guy came up to him in the club and was like, kind of, I guess, hitting on him. Like, yeah. you could just tell that he was hitting on him. And my dad was like, I've never been so uncomfortable in my entire life. Like, I'm not moving to Atlanta now. Like, literally said he was not going to move there because he got hit on by a gay guy. And I was like, and it didn't even sound like the guy was being, it wasn't like he was like, let's suck your dick in the bathroom. It was yeah. just like, he could just tell he was staying on him. And I was like, that's homophobic. Like, you thinking, like, I was like, trying a woman in America for like one day. Like, that's literally. Every, every, single every single day. Like, you were uncomfortable for like five minutes when this guy was talking to you. Like, you're, you're going to live. And, um, but then after the Colorado Spring shooting, because he was like, when we were talking about it, he was like, yeah, like, now I feel like, I feel bad because in my head I was like, why doesn't this guy just go to a gay club or something? Like, why is he in the straight club, like, hitting on people? And he was like, yeah, now I see that, like, gay people don't even have a safe, a safe place to go to. No. Yeah. So I think that definitely did change his, like, view on it. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, because gay clubs are getting shot up. Yep. yep. And also, too, like, it doesn't have to be, like, you shouldn't have to feel like, oh, I can only go to this specific place mm-hmm. or this specific place. Like, if you are... It's because it's the same thing. It's like going to any venue or space or fucking giving somebody in Trader Joe's your number. Like if you're catching a vibe or like you just want to, you know, put yourself out there a little bit, like as long as you're doing it really respectfully and really tastefully and just being like, oh, hey, like could I buy you a drink? Or hey, I just, you know, thought you were really attractive. Like I just wanted to come up and introduce myself. Like I feel like that's not, and like, all you have to do is say, sorry, not interested. Yeah. That's what it's I thought like, that all you have so to do is say no. Bars, and they were like, hey, you straight bars. But still, like, I remember there was one time, like, this girl was in the eyes. You know the eyes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The little... I contact multiple times. So finally, and then this is when I first came out too. So I was like, so a little baby gay. Little yeah, baby. a little nervous. And I was like, I want to put myself out there. Went out to her. And then I was like, hey, you know, like, I think you're really pretty. Like, can I have your number? And she's like, oh. I'm not gay. And I was like, then why were you literally staring at me for the right, okay. Yeah. But okay. I just like, I was like, okay. And then I turned around and left. But like, yeah, like obviously my dad didn't say anything. Like, you know, I think my dad was probably just sitting there like trying to compute what was happening. Cause I don't think my dad's ever been hit on by a guy. I was like, you should find to do. I was like, you should be complimented that you've done your track. Yes. Wow. That's a really good compliment. <laughs> I will say too, and this is not to talk ill of your father because I don't know him personally, mm-hmm. but I will say that like the demonization of either flamboyant gays or feminine presenting or um, Even- gay men with feminine, feminine, traditionally yeah. feminine qualities. Like it's just the ultimate form of misogyny it is. because it's like, it's the patriarchy. Like, men hate women. Yes. And so, therefore, if you can't, 
Like, the only reason they're going up to women is to get sex with them, because that's what makes you a man, and that's what makes you powerful, and, like, you have to be able to, like, you know, score and get bitches or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? To, like, be a man. Mm -hmm. And, or at least that's what they're told. And because they don't want to have sex with gay men, if you're straight, then, like, those feminine qualities, they actually hate them, because they hate women, so they hate those qualities. They're not looking to have sex with them. And so therefore they hate them. And like, yeah. that's where so much of that comes from. Yeah. I mean, it's also a very big stereotype. I think that like that people have for like the more, I guess, flamboyant gay people or even like trans women, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Which I think we've talked about on the podcast, how dangerous it is to be, and dangerous to be gay because if you're dating men, that's scary. But like trans women, like dating men is like actually terrifying. I can't even imagine them. No. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, I've heard some women say that they disclose on the app, or like this one girl said, like when I disclose on the app that I'm trans, I get so many more matches than if I just, you know, I don't disclose that I'm trans on a dating app. You know, it's like because they're just like very ostracized, and you know, they just want to have sex with a trans. You know, they're like, it's it's like, it's like, like, like yeah. yeah, and like if you tell a man that you're trans before you meet up with him, like what if he kills you? Because yeah. he's yeah. like. Uh, Word well, like transphobic, but also just men are like terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm glad I don't do one with them anymore. <laughs> well, I was looking at did you see? I think I sent you this TikTok. It was like this guy, you know, one of the Gen Z microphone park interviewers, mm-hmm. and he was going around asking, like, oh, like, you know, if a guy comes up and tries to give you his number, like, what, what do you do? Like, do you take it or whatever? I don't, I don't know exactly that question, but it was something like that. And this girl was like, yeah, she's like, I do it every single time. She's like, I will always take the number. I'll always give my number because she said men kill women. And like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing with that. She's like, I don't have to text you back, but I will always take or give my number just because she's like, I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. How fucking sad is that? Well, man? Even, there's really no, no good response that you can give a man like rejecting him. Like you can't uh, say no, thank you. Because then they get mad. You can even ignore them. Like the one girl like ignored a guy that was like, catcalling her outside of a gas station and followed her home and killed her. Jesus. Like, she didn't even say anything to him kind of thing. So, yeah, it's, like, very uh, just scary to interact with them. Mm-hmm. When is your Uber going to be here? Because I want to tell a quick story, but I don't know. I'm just going to wait. I thought I scheduled it, but I scheduled it in my maps, and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was on a date with this girl, like, I don't know, like two or three months ago. And we were in uh, Rittenhouse Square, for anybody that knows Philly, but it's just, like, this little park, and there is, like, a kind of a lot of people just, like, bouncing around, but it was, like, late. It was, like, 12 a.m., Yeah. and we were waiting for our Ubers outside of the park, and these, this two, two of these guys come up, and they're like, hey, I wanted to just, like, tell you guys, like, really beautiful, you know, blah, 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 like, just spinning game. And I was like, thank, you know, I'll thank you, like, but not that I'm, you know, yeah. I'm not over here, like, excited to talk to you. So then they were like, you know, what are you guys doing tonight? Or like, you know, just kind of like asking us what our plans were. Before I could even say anything, the girl I was with was like, not talking to you losers. And I was like, you're going to get us murdered. You are literally going to get us killed. Like, and I'm kind of like, if anything, that's probably the most respectful way that you can come up to a woman. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. they didn't like come up and like sexualize me and right. say like, you're I want to fuck you tonight or something. Like, and they just said, you're beautiful. They asked what her plans were. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, obviously, if they wouldn't leave us alone, then it, you know, then it gets kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, that's one thing. I was like, this white girl obviously doesn't care about her life, and I do. I was like, oh, like we're just waiting for our Ubers, like literally just trying to like, because yeah. I could tell yeah. one of the guys got really pissed when she yeah. said that because he said something like, oh, well, you're talking to us anyways, like in a very nasty tone. I was like, no, I need to. I just save my life. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I guess she doesn't care about her life, but I do. I was with uh, Nico and some of his friends in New York, and we were walking, and we're, like, with his sister, and he, like, has a bunch of, like, really beautiful, like, Latina friends, and, like, they're gorgeous, they're all Colombian, and, like, we're all, like, dressed up, so that's fun. And I remember this, like, group of guys, like, passed us, and they're all, like, whooping and hollering and, you know, making all kinds of comments, and he's like, you know, yo, baby, can I get your number, and all this stuff, and we're all just kind of, like, like, I didn't say anything, because I was, like, just you know, not worth it, yeah. but they all, like, burst out laughing, and, like, all this stuff, and, like, Louisa, like, turns around, and she's, like, you know, yelling at this guy, like, you fucking uggo bum, like, you think you can get my number, like, he's walking, and it was such a slay, but also, I was, like, you guys were, like, like you know? Try to kill it. Yeah, literally, like, they, 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 they uh, like, no. they might, they might literally, <laughs> turn around. We're, getting, yeah. we're going into the subway, like, they <laughs> yeah. might literally just pivot as a whole group, and then we're all like, gonna fucking die, That's right? it's, like, not even worse, like, sometimes responding to it, because it's, like, I just don't want to make men anymore, because as soon as you, like, start their ego, yeah. Yeah. like, that's when it starts getting That's when they get Because he started yelling, he was like, oh, laugh all you want, laugh all you want. Oh no! And I was like, I was like, run, 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 abort, abort, abort. I was like, no! Oh my gosh, she just said something funny. Something really funny. It's just bad timing. Bad timing. Yeah, genuinely. Okay. Well, we can wrap it up. Thanks. I don't even know what we're gonna title this episode. I guess we were literally just talking about life with We can title it "Type Twenty One Savage Is British." No, literally. We could just title it "We Hate Swifties." Period. For clickbait. Simply for the clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> but we do talk about hating something. So is it really quick clickbait? Wait, oh. we, need to, we need to have like a... <laughs> where you are like... You're like this and we're all like... We're like holding like anti-hate Taylor yeah. Swift flags. We need to like make a thumbnail. Yeah. Well, McConaughey. Yeah. McConaughey's the best thumbnails. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well join us next week. Not sure what we're going to talk about, but it will... Unfortunately... Well, we're talking about uh, transness, trans people. Yes, trans. we are. It's going to be a trans-filled episode. Yes. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Why did I wave? How long is that?